Welcome to New Way, a weekly podcast from Castlegate Church. Find inspiration, encouragement and teaching from the Word of God to help you on your journey with Christ through life. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's podcast with me, Pastor Craig. Today I want to speak to you about prophecy. You know, prophecy is one of those wonderful gifts that is given to us by the Holy Spirit. You can find it listed among the nine gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And really it's a gift that the Bible says that we can all use. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 31 says that all can prophesy. And that actually this gift of prophecy is given for edification, for exhortation and for comfort. And really is a beautiful gift of the Holy Spirit. And we love to encourage prophecy within the church. You know, God gives good gifts to his people. But at the same time, we need to be on guard against the misuse of prophecy or even the abuse of prophecy. And today I just want to give you a few kind of tips, if you like, just to help you in testing prophecy. See, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verses 20 and 21 says this. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things and hold fast to what is good. So the Bible tells us not to despise any prophecies, but to test all things and hold fast to what is good. And if we're to hold fast to what is good, I want to suggest to you that we're to get rid of fast that which is not good. So how do we test that prophecy today? How do we know what is good and how do we know what is not good? Well, I just want to give you three simple ways in which you can test a prophecy. Now, the first way I'll test prophecy is by who they are. Who are they? You know, I don't just allow anybody to speak into my life. What relationship do I have with them? What relationship do they have with God? What relationship do they have with their church? You know, there's too many people that like to go around. They've got no accountability to a church. They've got no relationship to a church. They've really got no uh, credibility and they want to come and speak uh, into people's lives. I want to say to you, you be careful of people like that. You don't just let anybody speak into your life. You know, there's always a protection in the church and within the family of God. God has made it that way for our protection. And you'll know at Castlegate Church, I won't just allow anybody to come in and start prophesying and start speaking into people's life. If I don't have a personal relationship with them, or if there's not good credibility of them within the church, then they have no business speaking into people's lives. Of course, God can use people in that capacity. Um, And that's why the Bible says, you know, you test what they're saying. But for me, one of the first tests has to be uh, who they are. I mean, in Acts chapter 15, we see that actually as Paul and uh, Barnabas were sent out, that actually they were sent out with a, a letter, a recommendation from the church. And actually in that passage, you can read it in Acts chapter 15, uh, verse 22 onwards, it, they, they actually, as they sent that letter out, they apologized to the churches where they were going, saying, we recognize that other people have been out and they've been teaching wrong things, they've been speaking things into the church that have troubled you. Uh, we're sorry about that, but here's some men uh, that we can really um, 
recommend to you we can commend them to you and it's important that people have credibility you know there's too many self-proclaimed prophets out there too many self-proclaimed watchmen that just have no credibility no accountability and no business speaking into people's lives so let me say to you first of all you know we weigh and we test their prophecy first of all by uh, who they are and uh, number two we test prophecy by what they say See, who they are is their connectivity to God and to the people of God. But what they say is their connectivity to the word of God. Everything that somebody speaks, they have to speak it from the word of God. You know, God will never speak anything to you that is outside of his word. You know, he won't. You know, he's not double-minded. God is not uh, schizophrenic. You know, his word stands true forever. And all prophecies have to be in line with the word of God. But I will say too as well, watch out for this because there still can be error. You know, I see people very often using the word of God out of context and to twist and manipulate situations. So be on guard for this. Just because someone is quoting the word of God doesn't mean necessarily that it is the word of God. You know, Jesus said this to the Pharisees at one time, just will blow your mind away. He said, if the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? In other words, you know, the Pharisees, they knew the word of God inside out, but actually the word that was in them, and we know that the word is light. Uh, the psalmist said that your word is uh, light to me. You know, your word uh, is a lamp unto my feet and it is a light unto my path. But he said to them, if that light that's in you, that word that you think you know that's in you, is if it's darkness, then how great is that darkness? And we need to be on guard about these things. Let me tell you something. The devil, I guarantee you, knows the word of God better than you. And just because there's a sprinkling of truth uh, in it, it doesn't mean that it is the truth. You know, he is a deceiver. He's been a liar from the beginning beginning he knows how to twist to deceive and to manipulate so i want to tell you today just be on guard don't be taken just by anything see in Acts 16 and verse 17 there was a woman that had in the greek it's a python spirit you know and she was speaking and seemingly prophesying and saying uh, these men talking about the apostle paul and his company these men are men uh, from from god from the from the most high god and they've come to tell us the way of god see this spirit that was speaking through you know could have deceived many because what they what she was saying was true it was absolutely true the problem was was it was the wrong spirit that was speaking it was a deceiving spirit and to somebody that was less discerning it would have been easy to be taken away oh she's saying something that's true oh she's saying something that's right isn't this wonderful but actually it wasn't wonderful and uh, Paul was stirred in his spirit and he cast uh, that spirit out of her and I want to say to you you have got to be careful because where there is no discernment in the church I'm telling you uh, spirits can come in and speak under the guise of prophecy and they're no different from a python spirit or a fortune telling spirit or something like that and in the spiritual realm sometimes there's a fine line between God's spirit and what's not God's spirit and without discernment it's hard to tell you know I remember once being at the front of the church spirit of God was flowing mightily in that place it was a wonderful time you know God was really moving 
And one lady got up and she came to the front and she began to prophesy. And I'll never forget, you know, the sound going in my ear. It sounded beautiful. You know, she was so eloquent. She was saying some good things. She was saying stuff that we wanted to hear. Hallelujah. We were saying stuff that was truth. Uh, But I'll never forget, as clear as day, the Spirit of God said to me, Son, that is a spirit, but it's not my spirit. And friends, we have to be careful, you know, what we're listening to. We need to be discerning, to have that spirit of discernment and not be, you know, running around, you know, after after prophecies all the time. You know, I know some churches that are built on people giving you give a word and I'll get a word and we'll all have a word and, and they, they emphasize on the prophetic. Now, I'm not against that on the whole, but... You know, I've seen where people have uh, lived their lives on that and they go from one meeting to the next to the waiting on a word here and to get a word there. And actually, I've seen people go away from God because when those words haven't come to pass, they've been uh, frustrated or they've been disappointed and they've ended up, you know, just going away from God. Let me tell you, God's already given you a word. In fact, he's giving you a book full. It's called the Bible. Hallelujah. You get to know the word of God. You get into intimacy with the spirit of God. Let me tell you, you know, I know what God is speaking into my life every day. You know, when the Bible talks about man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That word there, the Greek word there is is rhema, which means a living word. You know that every day we have a living word. God wants to speak into your life every day. Do you need a prophet for that? No, you don't. You need to spend time with God and he will speak into your life. And in fact, as it goes on to say, it proceeds out of the mouth of God. It speaks of a river that's flowing. Let me tell you, God's river is flowing all around you right now. God is not a God that wants to play hide and seek with you. He's a God that wants to give you a living word every day. Hallelujah. A living word for your life every day. You don't need to wait on some prophet to come and point the way uh, to you. Now, I don't want to, you know, go too far there and start, um, you know, coming and speaking against prophecy. It really is a wonderful gift. But I want people to have a, a right perspective so they're not thrown off to the left or to the right. See, God will speak directly to you. Let me tell you, if somebody wants to come and give me a prophetic word, I'll tell you now, they better know that it's from God, uh, because I'll know if it's from God or not. And you too need to know if it's from God. You know, I think prophecy is very good as encouragement or a confirmation or something like that. But just uh, be careful uh, who you're letting speak into your life and what they are saying into your life as well. So the first two tests then, we test prophecy by who they are, what they say, and then by what spirit they say it in as well. You know, God's spirit is a spirit of love. And when you read uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 1 Corinthians chapter 14, both speaking about spiritual gifts and this wonderful gift of prophecy that we have, actually those two um, chapters are sandwiched or have 1 Corinthians 13 sandwiched in between both of them. And of course, we know that's that great uh, love chapter. And the Apostle Paul, he said, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. That the greatest thing is to pursue love. And actually, all of the gifts of the Spirit need to flow out of love. You know, God is love. That is the 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 what the Spirit moves in. And actually, if... What people are speaking into your life does not come from a place of love. Then I would question if it comes from the Spirit of God. 
you know, I see so many self-proclaimed uh, prophets that actually they, they're moving under a spirit of control. <laughs> oh, we're going deep right now. They're moving under a spirit of control. See, control is manipulation or domination. And sometimes people even prophesy and then try and bring that prophecy to pass in your life. Yes, this takes place in the church. I'm speaking real right now, and you need to be aware of it. But we shouldn't be surprised of these things. You know, Jesus spoke of uh, a prophetess who called herself Jezebel in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 20. Sorry, her name was Jezebel, but she was herself proclaimed uh, prophetess and she was causing people to go astray well what was she doing she was coming in and she was bringing an element of control over the people and directing them in a in a way that was wrong before god you know i've seen that in the church as well the amount of times i've had self uh, proclaimed prophets or watchmen coming into the church and thinking that they're just going to you know uh, usurp the authority of the church we're coming in now you know we're the prophets this is what God's saying to us this is where you should go this is what you should do this is what God no 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 do you think God would have shepherds over his people the sheep and not equip them with a spirit of discernment to see wolves that are coming in to come against the flock let me tell you, we need to be on guard of these things. And too many people with a wrong heart, coming out of the, the, the wrong spirit, want to come into a fellowship, you know, and they're looking either for a position, they're looking for a platform, they're looking for a following, and they think they can just walk in with this self-proclaimed uh, gift of prophecy or kind of self-proclaimed watchman and just take over you need to be careful and especially if you're allowing these people to speak into your life or to speak over your life you know let me tell you what what most uh pastors what most leaders get out of uh leading the flock you know some i'm not talking about pastors leaders now i'm talking about those that want a platform or something like that what they get out of it is maybe they get a following maybe they get a position maybe they get a control maybe they get you know they're after something but you know most uh, pastors and leaders what they get out of it is that they get to stand before god and give an account for you you know they've got a heart that is for you you know god has placed them in a position to protect you and uh, i say that to say that actually while we love prophecy it works best uh, in a church setting where it's safe you know where there's that relationship where there's that leadership to care and and protect you and actually you know it's good in the testing of prophecy you can speak to leaders you can speak to other believers as well of course get before god and and find out but just uh, be careful but note as well what is the spirit in in the person that's prophesying is it love is it care? Is it concern? You know, I always say that actually if these things take place, you know, as we're seeking to grow in prophecy in, in a fellowship, that actually if the heart is right, you know, if you speak in edification, exhortation and comfort in love according to the word of God, you know, even if you're a little bit off in it, you know, you can't do a lot of damage. And actually, if you're in that loving environment of care under leadership, you know, that's how spiritual gifts uh, really grow together. But again, watch the spirit. 
Too many self-proclaimed self, um, watchmen that I see. Their spirit is critical. You know, they're pointing at every single church. You know, every church is a mess. Every church has got it wrong. Every believer's wrong. Every uh, leader's wrong. Every pastor cannot preach the truth. But these guys, you know, these self-proclaimed uh, watchmen, they are perfect. Yet they're so self-righteous and critical. And, you know, where is the Spirit of God? Where is the love? Where is the credibility for some? And again, that's not to knock, you know, it might sound like I'm going on a, a, a little bit of a rant now, but I hate to see the abuse of prophecy and how people can be taken away from it. You know, all things need to be done decently in order. And I'm just hoping today, you know, I'm normally, you know, I love to encourage prophecy and the gifts of the Spirit, but it's good to have a balanced view and to see both sides. And I'm putting this out today just as a, a way of a personal protection for yourself. Hopefully it will just enable you to see some things today. But when people prophesy, again, you know, make sure you uh, re only receive it or you test it by who they are. That's their connectivity to God and to his people, what they say, their connectivity to the word of God and the accountability in that and what uh, spirit they say in. And really, that is their connectivity to love. You know, God's spirit is a spirit of love. So today then, friends, I hope that you've been encouraged in that. I do want to encourage you to be a people that seek after prophecy and uh, prophesying you know Paul said all can prophesy uh, you can prophesy you can share a word with a brother and sister you can share it in love for edification exhortation and comfort but be aware of those that want to give direction to your life that have no relationship to you be aware of those that just come into the church and and prophesy when they've got no they've got no relationship to the church you know, could you imagine me coming into your house and I didn't even know you? Say we didn't have a relationship at all. And I come into your house and I start giving you advice or I start telling you how to do things or I start saying this is the way. It just does not work like that. You know, prophecy works best, you know, in that um, in the relationship of the church, in the family of God, you know, in that that atmosphere of love at one for another. And I say that as well because we as leaders... And also as the church together, you know, we're to guard the flock of God. And, uh, you know, just take some of these principles, uh, church. Again, hopefully this has uh, been helpful for you today. Do feel free to send me any comments or questions. But remember what the scripture says in First Thessalonians chapter 20 and 21. Do not despise prophecies, but test all things and hold fast to what is good. Have a great week, guys. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today on this week's episode of New Way. We trust that you've been blessed. Please feel free to contact us and also like and share. Don't forget to join us next time here on New Way, Castlegate Church.